We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Rolling right along, we have the defensive players at Oregon with the most to prove in 2023. Starting things off, we're going to go ahead and talk about defensive end Jordan Birch. Jordan Birch has been the talk of the Oregon defense this offseason because Oregon's pass rush last year definitely underdelivered. So what do they do? They go out into SEC country, go into the SEC to get former South Carolina edge rusher Jordan Birch, who's listed on the updated roster at six foot five, 295 pounds. So certainly a unique build. Um, I got a little bit of construction going on outside. Um, so I'm going to try to talk over that. Um, it, it hadn't been a problem earlier in the day, so I apologize about that. 6'6", 290 pounds, excuse me, Jordan Birch. Uh, but this is the guy who has a lot to prove because I think a lot of Oregon's defensive sec- success uh, in 2023 kind of rests on his shoulders. How big of a role is he going to be able to play? Is he going to be an unstoppable force? Um, what does he look like in comparison to guys like Kayvon Thibodeau that have previously come through Oregon? Thibodeau was a number one overall recruit, um, and he had a lot of success at Oregon. Uh, but different body type, right? KT was more 6'5", 6'4", 240, 250 pounds, 6'6", 290 pounds. And Birch even said that he kind of feels co- comfortable dropping back in coverage. This is the guy who could do a lot of different things. And I want to see not only how can he get after the quarterback, but how does he do stopping the run? If you really want to be a valuable defensive lineman, you can do both. Um, and I think that's an area where Kayvon really grew his game in his final year at Oregon. Um, but you don't want to be a one trick pony. What is his, we, we've heard about this spin move. I know James Crepia asks about the spin move a lot with Jordan Birch uh, during those pressers. So what, what does his bag look like? What's his pass rushing tool bag look like? What kind of moves does he have? Um, I think he's easily the face of Oregon's transfer portal hall ahead of the 2023 season. So Jordan Birch is absolutely one of those guys who has the most to prove for Oregon in 2023. Um, He's from the state of South Carolina, went to South Carolina, but things didn't ultimately work out. So now in my mind, if I'm Jordan Birch, I want to go prove to everyone, hey, I'll go across the country. I'll go play for Oregon and some of the brightest defensive minds in the game because I think they can take me to my next level. And that's what we want to see from Jordan Birch in 2023. What does that next level look like? And how much different is it from those other guys that Oregon already has on the roster? Because I think we can probably safely say it looks quite a bit different. Um, so you have 
Oregon with Jordan Birch, maybe Mace Funa starts on the other end. Uh, and then behind him, you got Mateo Uyunglele. Uh, Tatum Tuioti is another true freshman that has generated a lot of buzz since enrolling early at Oregon, spent his senior year at Sheldon High School after the Ducks hired his dad, Tony Tuioti, to coach the defensive line. But Jordan Birch is my Oregon defensive player with the most approved in 2023. Moving all right along, let's go back into the secondary. Um, I think the secondary is a really interesting group to analyze because we have a lot of guys that have played a lot of ball and a lot of new guys who we haven't really seen too much of. And we don't know how this group is going to gel, but I'm going to go with Dante Manning. Why do I talk about cornerback Dante Manning? Well, for starters, this is the highest rated corner that Oregon has ever signed. Uh, Dante Manning was an All-American caliber player in the 2020 class out of Missouri, Kansas City area. And what was all the buzz with Dante coming in? You know, super athletic, crazy fast, twitchy. This is a guy who ran track in high school, um, but he's been a little bit injured and we really haven't seen him kind of take that next step. I think for, for me, we saw him look more comfortable in 2022, but we ultimately want to see him be a guy. We need Oregon corners to really solidify themselves as assets in that secondary playmakers, lockdown guys, something like that. And we haven't really seen that from Dante Manning. Um, and he's a guy who's trying to still live up to that reputation. Um, I mean, it probably doesn't mean a whole lot to him, but kind of like what I'm saying, he was one of those people coming out of high school. One of those players that was the guy, uh, a lot of these highly rated guys are the guys at their respective schools, but for a position like corner, when you lose Christian Gonzalez from a year ago, they need some dominant forces to stand out in that room. And I think Dante Manning is, is a guy who's capable of it, but we really haven't seen too much of it. So Dante Manning is, is a guy that I think definitely has a lot to prove. And he was able to stay healthy last year and was uh, heavily involved, heavily in that rotation in the corner, cornerback room. And I think he's someone that has quite a bit to prove still in 2023. Also in the cornerback room, we got to talk about Triquez Bridges. Triquez Bridges, I think, is is getting more comfortable in this cornerback spot. He came to Oregon as a safety and then transitioned to corner, but I think the discussion is pretty much over. This isn't a guy that's going to bounce around in that secondary. I think he is locked in at the cornerback spot, but that said, we, we still haven't really seen that next level from Triquez Bridges. I think it's kind of like you know what you have from him, but at the same time, he's he's a lengthy guy. He has a great frame for the position, six foot three, 198. He was a pick machine in high school, but we just haven't seen a whole lot of it. He, he did land on the pro football focus all Pac-12 third team last year, so he started 13 games in his fourth year with the Ducks, um, but we still just haven't seen that production too much. He, he did have three interceptions last year. Um, so I think he's heading in the right direction. Maybe I need to walk that step back, walk that back a little bit about not seeing the production, but he had three picks last year and eight passes defended, had a uh, 30 total tackles, 30 solo tackles, excuse me, uh, 49 total tackles and, and one TFL. Um, but Dan Lenning's defense has really been set up for, you know, those long, tall, speedy corners and I think that Triquez Bridges should be a guy that that fits that mold really well. 
Um, but what is the next level, similar to Jordan Birch, what is the next level of his game? Um, so he's been at Oregon for four years now. He, he should be comfortable. He only played in one game as a true freshman, then seven in 2020, and then 14 and 13. So he has plenty, 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 plenty of reps under his belt as a corner. So now it's time for him to really settle in, time for him to lock in. And I think he's more than capable of finding that next gear and, and being a regular contributor for Oregon in the, in the secondary in that cornerback room. But all that said, look at the guys that Oregon brought in at his position. I think that sends a message Two transfer portal guys, Nico Reed previously played for Demetrius Martin at Colorado, pretty good production out in Boulder and Kyrie Jackson, six, three corner out of Alabama. So he knows, he knows what elite football looks like. Both of those guys come in and they're probably going to have pretty strong roles, pretty large roles in Oregon's defense come 2023. So those guys are, are kind of nipping at their heels. I don't feel like anybody in that cornerback room has a job that's locked down. And you could probably say the same thing about the safeties. I'll get a little bit more into that later. Um, and then we have to talk about Jaleel Florence. Jaleel Florence was a stud of a recruit coming out of San Diego Lincoln High School, um, where I was at recently, home to 2025 Oregon quarterback commit Achilles Smith Jr. Jaleel Florence, four-star guy. 157 player nationally in 2022 played a pretty good amount of ball last year for the ducks, even as a, a true freshman. So what's the story with him? Well, he's another tall, fast defensive back six foot one, 193 pounds played in eight of 13 games for Oregon as a true freshman finished with eight total tackles, one tackle for loss, uh, had an interception against Arizona, I believe and a forced fumble. Um, he was one of just two true freshmen in the Pac-12 to record an interception uh, and um, played 208 defensive snaps. So he's really looking experienced. I think he's definitely one of those guys that could be poised to take a leap from his true freshman to his true sophomore season. Um, and he's just been solid. I think that obviously he had some moments of, of growth. I remember that Dante uh, Thornton got a touchdown against him in that spring game. So he probably took that season and just kind of wants to run with it. I think that that's important. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, we're back. I had a little bit of construction continue, but we're, we're towards the back end of the pod, I think. Tried to close the window the best I could, but you guys might still hear it. But Jaleel Florence played a lot of ball, and I think that he's shown some tri- some signs uh, of promise, and I think that he's someone who should definitely be in consideration to, to have a significant role in this secondary for the Ducks in 2023. So I hit on a lot of guys in that cornerback spot, but they're guys that have been at Oregon and that I think should should really be able to uh, find that next step in their game and see what they can bring. Like I said, they brought in a lot of players, but I think that those guys probably want to come together and say, hey, look at, look at what you already had on the roster. Look at the ball that we can play. Um, not that there's any drama or anything. I'm not trying to spin that off, um, but I think that they're definitely going to be key factors in this uh, this defense next year. Next, we're talking about the linebackers. Again, I think there's a lot of guys in this room that have a lot to prove, but Jeffrey Bossa has to be one of them for me. Um, I was watching some film from last year. You guys know the story. He wasn't really well graded by PFF. He was kind of getting ran over and thrown around on uh, more occasions than he probably wanted to uh, for Oregon's defense last year, and now he hits the weight room in, uh, in his – off season and he's bulked up to right around 230. So now it's time for him to show that he can go and play at that weight, that he can be a contributor at linebacker, be a, a leader at the position. So he's been at linebacker for a couple years now. He's comfortable. And I think he probably fits a bit more of that uh, Dan Lanning linebacker that you're looking for, a guy who's athletic, a guy who can run, and then hopefully for Oregon's sake, a guy who can cover. So definitely throw in Jeffrey Bossa as a guy who has a lot to prove for the Ducks here in 2023. Then we look to the portal and we stay at the linebacker position. Justin Jacobs comes in from Iowa and really I think that he has something to prove because we didn't see a whole lot of him last year. He got banged up, that cut his season short, and then he comes over to Oregon and it looks like he is uh, on track to be one of the better linebackers in this conference. We know that Iowa's offense was awful last year, but that's okay because Iowa is known for having a really good defense and having some good linebackers. Justin Jacobs, 6'4", around 240 pounds. This is a physical linebacker and a very athletic guy who I think can can do a little bit of everything. He was really sought after in the portal for his ability to cover in the passing game. And then he can also provide some added value as a pass rusher. So I think that he definitely is a guy who Oregon's looking at. Oregon fans are probably looking at. Like, can he bounce back from his injury? Can he lead this linebacker group as one of the most experienced guys in that room? Can he be that player, that that dog that everybody is so high on? 
I think that the, the secondary, this defense really, in my opinion, you guys, this defense, the only known commodity that we really have is the defensive line because you have a bunch of new linebackers and you have a bunch of new DBs. So I think that Justin Jacobs is there in that conversation about guys with a lot to prove. Also, Connor Soeli, Connor Soley, um, who comes over from Arizona State. I think he's kind of a less talked about name, maybe not super sought after in the transfer portal, but certainly has that that great work ethic. And, and some of the people that I've talked to in Eugene say that he's as advertised and that it's working out well for him. But we're really going to have to see how this linebacker hierarchy, how this depth chart rather works out, because I think it's probably going to be Justin Jacobs and Jeffrey Bossa and then some combination of um, Connor Soley and, and maybe Jamal Hill. And Jamal Hill is another guy that I have on a guy with the most to prove at Oregon this year. Why is that? Well, he came to Oregon in uh, 2019 and saw a decent amount of action. And he got on a lot of people's radar in, uh, in, in after that Pac-12 title game against USC where he snagged not one, but two interceptions. But... Every time I talk about Jamal Hill, that's like the same thing that I'm saying all the time. And when he was in coverage last year at times, he was pretty solid, but you saw him get burnt a little bit here and there. So you kind of wondered, is, is he fast enough to, to be a contributor and be a difference maker in the secondary? Maybe not. So this Oregon coaching staff decided to try him at linebacker and he bulked up this offseason too. So I'm always getting excited about these former safeties that convert to linebackers because they can usually move pretty freaking well. Um, and I think that's definitely what Jamal Hill is on track for. Um, we have to see what he ultimately looks like at the position. I know he made a really good tackle in space on Bucky Irving in that spring game, but he's been at Oregon for a long time and he's still hasn't really made a name for himself too much. Hasn't carved out too big of a role. So Throw Jamal Hill on that list as well as Oregon players with the most to prove in 2023. My last guy on defense with the most to prove for Oregon in 2023, let's talk about Brian Addison, B.A. He is someone I'm pretty stoked about. He was probably the most productive safety that the Ducks had in 2022, um, and he's played a lot of ball for the Ducks. And what's interesting with him, he's huge. Six foot five, 198 pounds. Brian Addison, former UCLA signee, came to Oregon, started as a wide receiver because he was recruited as an athlete, uh, started as a wide receiver, didn't do a whole lot. Um, but in 2021, he moved to defensive back and kind of uh, carved out a little role for himself. Uh, in 2022, he only made one start, but he played in 12 of Oregon's 13 games. Um, had 30 total tackles, 19 solo, and then he also had some production, two interceptions, one forced fumble, and five pass breakups. That's pretty good for me. Um, it's just what's the next level of his game? I think he has such a unique frame. There's not too many times you see a lot of six-foot-five safeties, a lot of guys that can move like Brian Addison can. So this secondary, this safety room, where does Brian Addison stack up with some of these other guys? Steve Stevens, been around for a while, played a lot of ball. Um, Tysheem Johnson comes in from Ole Miss and has been moving all around the secondary, and everyone's raving about him. Evan Williams, hard-hitting brother of Bennett Williams, former Duck. He comes over from Fresno State after being one of the better safeties, one of the better playmaking defensive backs in the Mountain West. What does he look like? What is his role like? 
He's talking about how he wants the Oregon defense to be feared. Um, I think that those guys, Evan Williams and Bennett and um, Taishim Johnson, are guys that are going to have big roles in this defense. So I think more so than any other group, I, I was going to say the cornerbacks, but maybe just the secondary as a whole. I think Dan Lanning's been talking about going from good to great all offseason. On this defense, maybe even on this team, I think Oregon's secondary is the group that needs to go from good to great the most, and they have the talent to do it. I think a lot of the criticism, a lot of the, a lot of the flack that Oregon's secondary got last year wasn't entirely their fault. Like I talked about earlier, Oregon's defensive line, especially just the, the pass rushing component of this defense, not great, pr- pretty bad. Um, I mean, they, they did generate pressure. Don't get me wrong. But pressure only helps if you finish the play, if you bring the quarterback down, if you bring down the ball carrier for loss. So that was part of the problem here is that Oregon got some pressure here and there, or maybe even more often than we're giving them credit for. But the quarterback, he was able to scramble out. He was able to extend plays, keep his eyes down the field. And that just gave the receivers more time to operate and put more pressure on the DBs to hold their coverage and, uh, and, you know, try to stick to those guys, which is, is tough to do. So if Oregon's defensive line, if their pass rush specifically improves, if Jordan Birch can live up to that, that billing, that hype, then you should see the secondary take a leap along with them. Uh, but Brian Addison is a guy I'm really excited about. I think he probably has the, the best case to, to continue getting snaps in that safety room from the guys a year ago, Oregon lost Bennett Williams. Steve Stevens has played a lot of ball, but I just don't know if he's done enough to, to stay on the field and, and solidify himself as one of those guys who you just have to have on the field because he's a difference maker. But Tyson Johnson, he's a former SEC guy. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to say, Oh, he should get the starting job just because he was an SEC guy. But he went to the sec for a reason. And I think he's, he could end up being one of those guys that you're saying, Whoa, we got him from old miss. Like Oregon typically, at least lately has been on the losing end of some of these sec recruiting battles transfer portal. That's your second chance. That's your second chance, man. That's when you can go out and get some of these guys that Oregon hasn't been able to get in the past. So Tyson Johnson, he's a guy I'm super excited about. Him, Evan Williams, Brian Addison. Maybe you see some Nico Reed at nickel, some Cole Martin at nickel. Everyone is moving around everywhere in this secondary. So it is one huge question mark. Uh, we just don't know who's going to be where necessarily. And we don't know what they're going to look like, what the combinations are going to look like. Uh, it's it's just uh, it's a waiting game for right now. But Brian Addison rounds out that list. And uh, I think he will wrap up our uh, episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you lock in with me on social media. I am at mtorresports on both Twitter and Instagram. You can, of course, find me on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Torres. Please, please do me a favor and subscribe to the channel and like the video. It's a big help with the algorithm. Share the Ducks Dish podcast, the Ducks Dish podcast with your friends, with your family, and with other Duck fans. And make sure that you find all of my written work covering Dan Lanning, Oregon football, Oregon recruiting over on ducksdigest.com. But until the next time, until the next episode, appreciate you guys for tuning in. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.